This was rad. It's holy rad. Way rad. Fully rad. I should say that was gnarly. <laughs> I've seen things you people wouldn't believe. <laughs> Attack ships on fire off the shoulder of Orion. I watched sea beams glitter in the dark near the ten hours of gate. All those moments will be lost in time. Like tears. And this was Rad Podcast is what we are here at today. This is the podcast where we watch old 80s movies, uh, and we force a 14-year-old teenager to do it along with us. Odd opening because we have extra people in the room, people are eating. So, of course, that makes me Paul. That makes me Greg. And that makes me the one eating, and Willow. That's what I was waiting for right there. I knew it was going to happen. Every time. We got rid of the Nutri-Grain bars. What? What? Yes. No, we actually ate some of the snacks that are normally put out for us. Oh, God. We'll be okay. We're all going to die. No, we're well, not we're all going to die. Everybody's going to die sometime, Willow. I mean, nothing's going to stop that. Well, hold on. See? We hold might on. die right now. Boom. At least what? we are going to live longer than four years. Unlike... What a segue! Unlike the robot... Replicants. Replicants. Thank you very in, much. In the movie Blade Runner. That is the movie we watched this week. Uh, to kind of set you up there, uh, we'll get into exactly what that means. But that is the movie that we'll be doing this week. Because the guy runs with the blade, right? Yeah. You would think. A man who runs with about. blades. Yes. Yep, seems legit. Uh, so, Gregory, yes. why, don't we, uh, why don't we start with you? This is, I know there's a movie that you were very interested in doing. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, so why don't you give us a little rundown of uh, what did you remember? And, uh, I, I know this movie front to back. I've seen every version of this film that exists, all seven of them. Okay. A lot. So I, I seven. really, there, yeah, there, uh, which, which, which is ridiculous that there's seven cuts of this movie. There's, there's not even that many replicants. There's not. Hopefully humanity just like dropped three levels. It's, it's, it's weird. I mean, three or so of the cuts are really only if you're <laughs> super in the movie. I mean, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just wait. Okay. And so now, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, again, one of those front to back. I saw this when I was in high school. I did not see it in the eighties, but you know, I saw it later in life. Um, particularly when the director's cut was making DVD rounds. Okay. Um, but, uh, scenes that always stick with me are, um. Like always, like all the time. What, what? Do they capture your imagination when you're, when you're drifting off? At, at, at soccer practice? What? I never played organized sports. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, it didn't. Who's surprised? Didn't, Please raise your hand. Didn't, didn't do anything for me. A, I pretended well, to play I, soccer. I, I would have to imagine. For well, the candy. well I, I like where you're going, but I have to imagine it's because, Greg, now that I know things about you, 
you have asthma. Oh, yeah. You're very sick as a child. Oh, yeah. Um, you actually went to medical centers for various illnesses. Mm-hmm. I would assume that would prevent you from doing any kind of extracurricular activity that requires lung capacity. It was. And if you like, a, <laughs> if you would like a very quick story that you can cut out if you don't think this is very funny. When I was a child, I say child, when I was like 14 years old, okay. 13 oh, hey. or whatever, I was, uh, I was a pretty sad kid. I was not happy with life. So my parents said, you know what you need? You need to talk to a professional. So they brought me to a psychiatrist, psychologist, whichever one doesn't prescribe medicine. I should know this because I'm an adult. Doesn't matter. No. Anyway, uh, or maybe it was just a counselor. I don't know. Maybe they didn't even have a degree. I, I, I didn't check. Same. I was a kid. Anyway, so I went there and they're like, I, and I, I am not joking with you. We had two sessions and this woman said, you know what you need to do? You need to try out for a sports team. <laughs> oh, and I said, why? And she's like, yeah, no. That's And she's like, and so I'm, I'm like, I think, uh, I think like baseball season's coming up, maybe? I don't know. Really? I don't really know anything about sports. Okay. And she's like, yeah, I want you to try out for the baseball team. So I told my parents, and I said, they told me to try out for the baseball team? And my parents said, okay. So I attempted to squeeze 14 years of nothing about baseball <laughs> in about two weeks. Okay. With predict- That was me and Jimmy. I'm telling a story with predictable <laughs> results. So You scored I- in one like every good movie? So what happened, there was a training montage, except my montage, I never got any better scene to scene to scene. It was just horrifically bad. So then... um. I get to, and now keep in mind, I want, I want our listening audience to remember, I went to a school with 256 <laughs> children, K through 12. There were like 12 kids in my class, okay? I am trying out for the baseball team. The entire high school, there's like 50 children, okay? I go, I get up to bat as, as the, all, all the kids are doing because they have to weed out, you know, and I can't imagine they weeded out many people. It wasn't that many people on tryouts. So how many people are on the team? I don't know the math. So anyway, I, was routinely called the incorrect name by other people who were also trying out. How hard is Greg? No, I was called I was called Kyle at least three times, and I'm thinking, and I'm like, no, 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 I don't even think that show had been invented yet. And I remember going, "There's like 14 people here. I know everyone. No one here knows my name. And you, do you want to know how do you think this story ended? Well, they only take 12 people. I so. didn't make the team. Yeah. <laughs> So that's yeah, that's that's my organized sports story. And looking back at life, what what did I think was gonna happen? What you know, well, like um, in all those baseball movies where you actually like are really good, and it's like a big surprise. Everyone cheers, flowers are thrown, candy. You know what? You know yeah. what? You know what you needed? A peeping Miyagi. No, you know, you know, you know those that's movies where where the kids like like bummed out about something, and yeah. then he finds like a magical animal that's really good at sports. I bet you could have put a dog in place of me, and the dog would have done better in those tryouts. Oh, Air Bud ba- does baseball. I'm just talking about a regular dog that you find anywhere would have probably been better at those tryouts than I was. It, I mean, it was... I don't know what was happening. Why did that woman think that was a good idea? Why did I go... Yeah, that's the ticket. This, this is, this is what'll work. This what is like wrong your with problem me? now. It's coming back to your problem. Yeah, no, hundred <laughs> percent. That's that's on me. Bad advice from a, a woman who, and first of all, she does this. I'm, I'm guessing for a living. I don't know about that. 
No, that's totally on me. A fourteen-year-old Greg should have been like, "No, no, no, Greg. that's a bad idea." I think you're, I think you're misinterpreting because I, I've actually worked for, for psychologists. Okay, and I, I'm going to guess this is the way it works. Um, Kickbacks. My, my, my dog died last week, and I'm having suicidal thoughts. Well, you know what you ought to do? You ought to try a sport. <laughs> Everything, every solution has got to be just, just try a sport. Just try a sport. Uh, my, my grandparents and my parents and my favorite uncle and my dog died in a flaming, fiery plane crash in my front yard. You know what you need? Football. And then if I a little attention. A little bit of football, I bet we'll clear this all up. How much do you want to bet <laughs> that this woman's husband owned a sporting goods store and it was, it, it was a racket? Had to be. Yeah. Now, did she really have a so that's why she never recommended lacrosse because he didn't carry that. So I, I guess no, yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, I spent the remainder of my high school uh, slash uh, uh, junior high school years staying inside and watching a lot of films. Yeah, Blade Runner being one of those movies. Uh, I'll tell you what I remember about Blade Runner. Not much, actually. I think it's a movie that I saw like maybe one time on television in late eighties, early nineties ish. I think um, I saw it once when I was 14, maybe I, like two days ago. You used that joke already, well. I know, yeah. but I don't remember anything, so that's why I have notes. So, so that's what I remember about this movie. <laughs> I, I, I don't think I ever answered your question when you asked me what I remember about this movie. <laughs> so, I remember... No, the, I don't think you did. I don't no. think I did. So, I, I remember the, um, the atmosphere of the film uh, stays with me. A lot. Um, it's very unique in sort of that way. The speech at the end that uh, the, the famous, you know, uh, I've seen things you people have never seen, you know, see, yeah. see, yeah. see beams glittering in the dark and all that. Um, just sort of like how they, they bet on a lot of the wrong horses in this film, like that, like Atari was going to still be around. <laughs> I, I put a note in that. It's in the yeah. background. And some I'm of, like, some of that stuff oh, made me laugh. That, but... that wasn't right. <laughs> Yeah, so that's there we go. Those okay. are those are things for me. Uh well that I that's and that's pretty interesting. Uh Willow, as you said, you you saw this for the first time a couple of days ago. Um Did you really think it was a man who ran with blades? Cuz that's kind of <laughs> awesome. I got to be honest. I did too. As a matter of fact, I always confuse this movie, no joke, with Rollerball. Huh? Because I always thought interesting one. Rollerball, Blade Runner, oh this is rollerball. It's like a spiritual on successor inline, on inline skates. <laughs> right. <laughs> Perfect that's, sense. That's what I thought. I don't know why I did. By the way, I think neither one of us have actually given a very clear understanding of what we remember, but that's okay. You people remember the movie. Um, it's a movie about uh, replicants, which are automatons that are manufactured by humanity. Uh, a group of them go rogue, uh, mutiny, and ensuing chase by Han Solo. So. Want to make sure we make this clear. Normally, we do theatrical cuts. We say this every time theatrical cuts, and that is because that's what we would have watched on television or in the movie theater or something like that as a kid. In this particular instance, uh, because I was not careful on Amazon, I actually ordered Blade Runner the Definitive Edition. Yes, it's known as the final cut out yes. of the seven different cuts that are available. This is the one called The Final Cut. So It's significantly different than the theatrical version. We'll go over that at the end. I'll, yeah. I'll highlight a couple of key differences. Yeah. But uh, So if you're playing at home, you're going to notice that we don't mention things like, I guess there's a voiceover. There's a, a voiceover. The ending is completely different. It is shorter significantly. Um, a much of the ultra sort of violence was, was removed. 
Uh, oh, really? A lot of like the blood effects and stuff were were significantly toned down. Oh wow! Yeah, there's there's um and there's scenes that are okay. in one that are in the other and stuff. So. Okay, so uh, if you're playing at home again, just keep that in mind. Um, we'll go through this. Uh, start it right off. Ridley Scott movie. Um, Ridley Scott was this, is this the second movie we've done by him? Yeah, we did Legend. We did. I, I thought that when I was watching the movie. because what do they both have in them, Willow? Words I'm not reading. Unicorns. <laughs> and, yes, a text Which, opening. You're 100% right. A text opening you don't read, yes. Uh, and, and, and unicorns as well. Yes, very good. I I thought, I knew you were going with unicorns, Willow. That was a better pull. Yeah, way better pull. Because yeah. I did not connect that. And it was right. Uh, yes, because I actually wrote on my notes, as always, words on the screen, Willow didn't read. So let's talk about 2019 Los Angeles, huh? Wow. The world's going to change a lot now, in four years. I got to tell you. Willow had a fantastic theory on how this world comes about. Lay it on us. It was really good. I'm guessing, and I'll tell you if I'm right. Go. Huh? So as we were watching the Trump movie, president? I swear, yeah. she was watching and goes, this is a Trump future, isn't it? Yes, it is, Willow. <laughs> to which I actually, said... Actually, to which I said... What? I don't know. I feel like I feel like there'd be a lot more white in this film if it was a Trump presidency. There's Wait no a black second. people. There are zero... Uh, Latin Americans wrong or African Americans African Americans I no, 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 no. Edward and James almost yes he, he does. doesn't even need to be in this film that's how horrible oh, his role is you are horribly incorrect and we'll wrong, get to that in a little bit wrong wrong in the in the cut that I watched in this movie there's there's he a is useless nope 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 I will explain why he's there it, it it's going to blow your I, mind. I severely really, really doubt. Well, really now that I said that, you're going to say no, but it will. <laughs> you may you may say no, but I will know in my okay. heart of hearts that your mind is currently liquefying with, okay. with the knowledge if I just can, dropped on if you. If you can put something on me that makes sense that that man is in this movie. I will. Because I think, there are scenes where he shows up just to say the chief wants to see you, and the chief is literally four feet literally, in the car. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Yeah, Willow. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I'm very curious about a couple of things, but I'm going to... I'm going to lay some weird stuff down on you. I think you might, you may enjoy, but we'll see. So, yes, it's 2019. Yes. Where apparently between now and then, we completely get rid of high-definition television and go back to tube TVs. Oh, please. I hope which, so. Which I'm I'm not really excited about. i got to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Atari makes a big comeback. Yeah, Atari's going to be huge. Yeah. Uh, all over the place. Yep. Yeah. Uh, cassettes just in general. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Those are going to be huge. Although, we will finally be able to say enhance and enhance a photo for I real. Wrote, I wrote Very that down. Excited. Very CSI excited. folks are going to be blown away by this. Yeah. Film. Yeah. Uh, which, also, oh, voice s- activated. Voice activated and uh, smoking. Huge comeback. Yeah. Huge <laughs> comeback. Everybody. Everyone is everybody. smoking everywhere in this movie. <laughs> yes. I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find a public area that allows you to smoke, but yet in Blade Runner, they're just... Non-stop, constant smoking. Good call. Any notes on the film so far? Um, there's a giant pyramid that's like Trump's not-so-secret secret pyramid. Thank you, call it. What, like like the Luxor? Like, what, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's just giant pyramids. Yes, they ones. are. I don't know. Which, by the way, I, I like those. Those are cool. More like a ziggurat, isn't it? It's not, it's not a full pyramid. It's missing a top. Come on get that deep into it. What's that? It's telling Ford that they better get on our flying cars. Yes. Yeah, I want my flying car. Ford Fusion. That, that's it. That's the name of the car right there. Ford Fusion. Make it fly already. We can't drive on the, on the ground. I mean, giving Americans flying cars is a bad idea. I know. Yeah. That's why we should do it. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. Yeah. 
yeah, our our opening scene is with uh, the Voight Kampf test. Yes, yeah. So we're watching, uh, who is it? Uh, Leon. Leon. Who's being tested. Uh, and he's kind of shaky, nervous. Some guy's giving the test. Uh, There's a and turtle the- on his back. I'm the turtle. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but then, the tortoise. Uh, what, I'll tell you right now, you do not talk about Leon's mother. No, you don't. You don't even bring her up. She is the sweetest woman on this on the oh, face of the very, planet. Yeah, <laughs> because he gets so upset, very angry. Bigger question: If you think he's a replicant, and that's the test. Where did you hide the gun? I security there is like apparently doesn't exist anymore because people just have guns everywhere. Everywhere, nobody just walk around doing he, whatever. They didn't like. I mean, I, I can't take a gun. You know, to like a courthouse. There's a metal detector. I can't yeah. take a gun on a plane. There's the x-ray machine. This is the future, guys. And not only that, the clothing he's wearing looks like it's some kind of futuristic prison jumpsuit. It doesn't look like he just walked off a shuttle with that. It, it, yeah, no. Uh, it's, it's got some holes. It's, it's kind of clean. It's, it's got some holes. That's the other thing, is this movie is just dirty and gritty everywhere. Yes. Like, and, and Almost more so than you would expect in the future. It's sort of like the opposite of Star Wars, where Star Wars was like this, oh, it's the future, and it's fun, and it's exciting, and all this stuff, and and it's it's nice and cool, and, and this came out, and it was very dystopian and heavily atmospheric. And what I find really interesting about Blade Runner is, out of all the things that they predicted, they nailed how corporations are going to run everything. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about FaceTime. nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, FaceTime. and FaceTime. They bet they bet on FaceTime. But yeah, how all the all the corporations and stuff um, you know, are, you know, kind of like the the, the policy makers and uh everything's kind of fallen into ruin. <laughs> uh very, very interesting. Yeah, I I guess I really didn't notice if it was government or or corporations. I mean, obviously, there's some sort of like higher up entity that that's in charge of all this. And that's the so the opening scroll there. Kind of goes into this whole morality thing with the replicants, like they're being enslaved and used against their will. What happens when they become aware? And then, and then the movie just goes on for like forty minutes, and it never feels like they're even talking about that anymore. And and so it just kind of progresses through this thing where Leon shoots the guy, gets away again. I assume this is some sort of detention facility. Uh, he's in a pyramid. Yes, I'm sorry, ziggurat. Ziggurat. Thank you. And uh, he finds. That he can just, I, I don't know, walk through the front door after shooting somebody through their chest? It happens multiple times. People <laughs> murder people and I, I assume just waltz away? I don't, yeah. It's, it's a, the future! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, with law, law is so flippy floppy in this, <laughs> in this movie. Very flippy floppy. Everything um, is flippy floppy in this movie. Uh, we find, then we find out that uh, Harrison Ford, who was a Blade Runner, somebody who he was catches replicants. Yes. Do they ever explain why the name Blade Runner is given to them? No. Okay. That's it's just what it's they say. They have a blade in their head while they run. <laughs> that, that would make them the running with scissors people. Yeah, exactly. There's those kids in kindergarten. <laughs> so <laughs> they um you know those kids. Yeah, Edward Edward James almost shows up. Yeah, and, sadly. Uh, and says, uh, well, actually doesn't. He apparently only speaks English when he wants to, which is at the very end of the film. 
speaking in some weird language. And uh, oh, I didn't even notice. And it's like Russian. It just says salting all the Russians. No, it was, it was like a weird like pigeon language of like like a Ooh-hoo. Chinese Japanese. Then are you insulting the pigeon so it speaks Spanish? Yes. Okay. Sure. <laughs> So yeah, insulting for Spanish pigeons. You Sp- can't Spanish do pigeons. That. No, you can't. Not anymore. No. In '82, you they're could protect it. It flew, if yeah, you will. But they're not, hardworking not, no. pigeons. Yeah. Yep. They come across this border looking for honest bird seed. Yep. Yeah. Honest. Yeah. 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 Made and by they, that and, company. And and and, and Mexican bird seed. Mexican hard-earned Mexican bird seed. And, or maybe it's and Mexican. They will or only in Texas. and they'll only poo on 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 you know the equal opportunity pooers. So right. Pull on anybody's head. This this is really stretching. This metaphor here. It's real. <laughs> I I'm, I'm, keep going. I have to. Uh, and and then when yep, they uh, yep keep going. And then when they uh, there's a saber in front uh, clean hotels. I'm trying to save you here. <laughs> Bird hotels. You here. Bird hotels. Right. Right. I'm trying to save you here because this is just gonna keep going down and down. I, it, uh, no, down no, and it's down gone. And down no, and it is down and down. I have flamed out. Lightsaber umbrellas, everybody. I, I do apologize. Go. And Sky Police. So, <laughs> well, yes, Willow, Sky Police in this movie, because that's what they put him into a, uh, into a Sky ship, or a Sky car, whatever, and they yeah. take him to the Chief of Police. Long, Yeah, long story short, they're like, we need you to come back. Yeah. We got four replicants yeah. that are, that were uh, the newest models there. Um, Nexus 6 models. Nexus 6 uh, not to be confused with, I believe, a phone. I was... <laughs> is the Nexus phone. Yes. Oh, I thought that was like um, a car or a laptop. And so uh, <laughs> Harrison <laughs> it's, Ford it's phone. Harrison Ford has to um, come out of retirement and go get <laughs> these four. Yep, okay. <laughs> Good. I like how you found another way to interrupt, though. I'm sick. <laughs> I, like, I like that you did that. So Harrison Ford <laughs> has to go get these replicants. Yeah, he does. That's like the fifth time I've had to try to get that sentence up. Well, now you have. And what wasn't it worth that wait? <laughs> what a journey with such a payoff. A diamond in the rough. It's never shined so bright. <laughs> yes. I put it on my tombstone. <laughs> um, anyway. That's where we find the police chief who loves microphones. And yeah, Emmett Walsh, little man. I love that guy. Oh, he's got like 50... 50 microphones. It's just so they send, they send uh, Harrison Ford to uh, the Tyrell Corporation to talk to Tyrell, the, yeah. the, the, the guy who runs it. Yes. He has to give, uh, he winds up asking him to give a Voight Comp test to Sean Young. And yeah. it uh, turns out she's a replicant, like the newest, newest, newest replicant model. Mm, right. And it takes uh, almost three times as many questions for So, for like, her is to this fail. one coming out in, like, maybe, like, late April, maybe, like, July, or, like, what? Because technically, don't they, like, go backflash to, like, 2016? Well, no. The, so, the movie takes place in 2019. Uh, the replicants were all born between 2016 yeah, and 2017. Exactly. So, is that, like, maybe, like, April, maybe May? When should I be expecting uh, No, this? actually, Roy's birthday was in February. Uh, Roy actually is born February sixth or something. something like that. Yeah, sixteenth yeah. in February. Maybe it was on Facebook. Facebook. It was on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. What? Maybe it's off by a couple months. Yeah. No. Yeah. It may be. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we're gonna go from uh, uh, Roombas to to fully automated to replicants. people. Yeah. 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 In just a couple months. Now there is there is something important that happens in this scene that that is setting up some other things in this film, and one of the important things is that if you were were paying attention to Sean Young, 
her eyes, her pupils in some of the shots when the light would catch them just right are red. So they're like newborns. You know what? Now, I thought that that was important, except that happens to, if it's on purpose, awesome. At first, I was like when they were doing the contest to Leon. Yeah. I thought I saw the same thing. But, you did. You did. But some of the but some of the lighting in the movie is so weird or, or at awkward mm. angles, I ended up seeing it in the guy who was giving him the test. It Not the same tinge, but definitely some kind of like the light I was lighting up. Harrison Forge does because he's got the sun mm-hmm. behind her. Mm-hmm. So I just kept writing that off as, oh, it's just poor lighting, and it actually doesn't reveal no, anything. No, no, it actually, it's actually pretty, pretty, pretty important for a few different things in the film. Like later on, you see the owl that they have. Same thing because that owl's not real. It's a, it's a fake owl. It's like yeah. an owl really? replica. So the yeah. owl's got the oh, red eyes and stuff. Depressing. So it's important. We'll touch on it later. Um, but the important thing is what they tell. Harrison Ford is that Sean Young does not know she's a replicant. They've implanted her with memories, memories yes. from his niece. And it's Harrison Ford's kind of taken aback by that, where he's like, how does it not know what it is? And he's like, well, she kind of suspects that she's she's not human, but she hasn't quite pieced everything together yet. Okay. And you can tell Harrison Ford's kind of like weirded out by that. Uh, that's clearly not something that they do. It's it's very, very brand new, and this touches on a lot of the themes in this film about at what point is something that is created like a, at what point is a robot more close to a human? Is it too close to human? Is it the same as a human? And, um, you know, things things of that nature. They, they stayed in the film, but they killed them at four specifically because they can't develop complex emotions in four years. They can develop emotions, but they don't quite get the hang of everything. Okay. So they're a little, I think, easier to spot. And they're afraid that if they leave them for more than four years, they're going to get a lot more uprisings where it's like, why are we doing this? You know, okay. with with only four years, they don't have enough time to really figure things out for themselves, which is why the replicants act very odd. They act very childlike in a lot of the scenes. They smile at it weird times. And, like, yeah. They say yeah, weird things. And they don't quite get how to talk to people and things like that. It it all it all is is to deal with the fact that they're like very emotionally stunted. Okay. Um which is by design. So uh Harrison Ford uh heads out to do his job. So he's on the street and I was very confused. Like does no one have an iPhone in this time period? Like what happened? Yeah, it's not uh it's not the twenty nineteen we know where everyone is, you know, looking at their phones. Oh. Goes to the apartment of Leon. And okay. he sees all these oh, photos all over the place. Yeah, or I'm like, that's like a Giver movie, like, kind of vibe I'm getting. It's like a what? Where, like, there's a big open window and, like, a lot of books or pictures. And they're just sitting there. I don't know. A lot of notes I don't understand. So, they go to Leon's apartment. He sees all these photos <laughs> and stuff, I like that contribution. And he finds a scale okay. in the bathtub. Yeah. That's, that, that kind of... Leads. Oh yeah, yes. It. He finds not, the scale. Not a, not a weight scale, but they like the scale. Scale of, an, of, a, of a sn- It turns out to be a snake. Yes, reptilian animal. Roy and Leon meet up and talk, and they, and he, he explains that he's upset he didn't get his photos because they were very important to him. Yeah, these photos that he had, he doesn't have any. And well, they head to the eye workers place where uh, Lo Pan is working. <laughs> yes. Big trouble in Little China, where they kill him. And this is what I'm talking about. Where like you see Leon, and he's like taking the eyes out and, like, putting them on the guy's shoulder yeah, and stuff, yeah, yeah. and, like, he thinks it's hilarious, and so does Roy. And that's one of those things where it's, like, that's not funny. That's something a kid would do, and that's that's why they're, they're like, kids. 
J.F. Sebastian works for Tyrell. He make they never really explain what he does, just that he works on them, and he lives in like this dilapidated apartment that's full of like robots I, I, that are in know, various state of of made and and broken. My guess was gonna be is that he's probably like like Tyrell is like he's the hard science guy, yeah. and J.F. Sebastian's more like the guts guy. He's like. He's like the engineer no, who's making almost, things. I, I feel like it's the other way around. When Tyrell is like the the idea guy, like he has all of hmm. these, like the big ideas. He's the marketing. He's the head of the corporation. Whereas Jeff Sebastian is like he's the secret guy that you keep in the basement that really does all the work. Oh, so he so so it's it's classic Jobs Wozniak. Yes, okay, exactly. Gotcha. Right, right. Tyrell's the Jobs. Right. Doesn't do anything. Right. And then Wozniak's the poor guy. Right. Who gets like ridden to death and never gets credit for most of his exactly jobs. until yes. years later. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Um, I like it. Yeah. Um, but the reason why we meet Jeff Sebastian the first time is because Daryl Hannah appears in this movie now. Uh, now, first, when she comes in, I'm, I'm, I think I'm skipping ahead. You, you are. Uh, what, what happens before is, is Deckard goes back to his apartment and Sean Young is there. And oh, yeah. And he tells in, her, in, you're in, a replicant. In the giantest jacket possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she Huge literally jacket. wears as just oodles of layers. Oh, yeah. Of no, so many jackets gave their life for that one jacket. It's well, crazy. Uh, yeah, Willow and I were 30 actually... 30 animals. Yeah, we were talking about how Some many animals animal went extinct. Well, yeah. remember, they were <laughs> yes. probably replicant animals. Probably weren't real animals. Nope. Yeah. No, no, replicants wouldn't wear replicant animals. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's what am I saying? What am I saying? Of course not. Subconsciously, that's she would terrible. know. No, you know, this doesn't feel right. Uh, this, right. Th- this, do you have a pack of like 30 endangered furry species? Yeah. Just give me, like, a, every animal that's the last one of its kind. Just kind of murder them all and cobble <laughs> yes. it together and make yes. me a really big jacket. So in this dystopian future, uh, what what's left? Uh, well, um, uh, the duck uh, and and uh, and sheep. Sheep maybe are still a, around. Maybe a pig. May, maybe a pig. Maybe. Maybe, maybe a lucky. pig. Uh, snakes. Big comeback. Big comeback. Big comeback for the snake. Maybe a rhino. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Why the not? one species that's actually going extinct in our time. Yeah. No. They got it together in a couple of years. They just yeah. All oh, those white tigers too. Don't forget those. Big so all back. the endangered species. That yeah, they're all over the map are... now. But like, good luck finding a cat. Right. There's nowhere around. So uh, Don't I get started on dogs. I do. I do love. Uh, I love Deckard's apartment. It's horribly disgusting, and well, the lighting yeah. in it is just. Awesome. It's just like hard, hard chiaroscuro lighting, you know, from the blinds. It's like a classic film noir lighting. It's so beautiful. No, this film has a lot of that noir. Like, it's even the Art Deco pieces. Yeah. It's, it looks like it's it's a neo noir. This is one of the films that, that pioneered neo noir. It's a, a, it's a real trend setting in a lot of its sort of uh, production design and like lighting and stuff like that. A lot of movies copied this one. Daryl Hannah shows up at, at, at B.F. Goodrich there, or whatever his name is. J.F. Sebastian. Uh, Sebastian. And this is where, uh, when Willow and I were watching, you know, we walk in and there's these two little wacky doll midgets. human things. You can't say midgets. You gotta say uh, little, little people. people. Fun-sized people. No. Little. No. <laughs> little people. Please, Willow. Like, Fine. Little people in costumes. I thought, like, the director was like, I don't know what's happening. Um, uh, hey. You, you two short people, come in, throw on this dog costume, go. They're like, um, what are we supposed to do? Now get off. <laughs> I also, I also you know, love, I love how, how ridiculous the scene is where she's like in the trash, gets like quote unquote startled by JF Sebastian, and then he's just like, eh, let's come on up. <laughs> like, 
Um, we don't do that now. Maybe in four or five years, like Maybe people we're just friendlier. people well, just love everybody. But I'm just like, uh, I, don't I mean, know. you know, pretty woman. You know, that's. I mean, she's not unattractive. She's not a. If Leon was in there, he he would have been left outside. Ugh. You know, by far. Uh, I did write that Daryl Hannah kind of looks like Frankenfooter from uh, Rocky Horror. Yeah, I've no, Daryl Hannah not not doing so great in this movie. Uh, yeah, she's a uh, she's still young, but a little bit of a little rough around the edges, we'll say. Now, um, after he brings uh, JF Sebastian brings brings Daryl Hannah in, we have a unicorn dream Which, that Harrison Ford is having. The short people. I. We'll come back to this. Uh, believe it or not, it is actually very important to the film. Uh, you will say that a dozen more times, and uh, I will continue to say... I will tie up all these loose ends, so. don't worry. You know what we say? We say, sure, give him a good thumbs up. And no, then no. This he'll, movie, no. He'll, he'll tire himself out. Just let him go. <laughs> No, this, this, exactly. This movie's gonna end like Lost. You you say that there's an ending coming. Oh no no no! But I I actually can tie up the three loose ends. What what did Lost have? I'm I've never watched a single episode of that show. But from what I hear, there's like more ends than you can count. Nope. I can explain all of them to you. I don't know what's going on in this movie. We'll do a podcast about it someday. Yeah, sure. Uh, we'll and and so this is where Lost and Lost. Lost and Lost. This is where Harrison Ford does the enhanced photos bit. Yes. And um, Enhance. sees a so, like, woman. I feel like this would be working a lot better with a MacBook Pro. Anyone? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? You mean, really? You don't? You don't think the old tube technology was up to to the to the task that he was? There's not an OLED in sight. No, <laughs> nowhere in this no. film. <laughs> um, he sees a woman in the photo. Uh, he gets the scale identified as a snake. He kind of puts two and two together that he's looking for a woman with a snake. Yes. And he goes and finds her. Like, um, now did you notice while he's walking around, there's like a, there's like a dancing review show with like hockey masks? Yes. I was like, oh, it's the Jason Voorhees <laughs> review, of course. <laughs> of course it is. They nailed it, by the way. Like that sort of, st- like you can find that, I bet. I bet that exists. It has to. It has, it has to. to. Yeah. There's some burlesque show that's yeah. Friday the 13th themed. I also love how he goes to the he goes to the bar. Deckard goes to the bar uh, to like track down this woman with a snake or whatever. Yeah. And like it didn't really work out. So he calls Sean Young's character for what reason? To try to get her to come and like hang out with him? I don't know. <laughs> and I'm well, just like, what? You know what's what really awesome? It's the whole too legit. It's the whole scene. too legit. <laughs> if there's one thing he was, he was very real with her. He laid it out when they were in the thing, and he's like, "Oh, every memory you have, yeah, it's crap. Uh, how about this memory? You never told anyone that. I know that because I know all the memories <laughs> have been flagged as you never told anyone. You know those deep, deep, dark memories. Yes. You're horribly embarrassed. Here's three of them right in a row. <laughs> and then he's like, "Hey, you want to go get a drink? <laughs> like, no, no, he doesn't." No. No, he doesn't. No, no, because he goes into the bathroom and he's like cleaning up, and he's as he's talking to her. And then Gregory, what do we hear in the background? I'm still in the bar. Where are you? Oh, but the bar. What bar? <laughs> Failed. When he calls her on the phone to try to get her to come out to the bar with him. What? Yeah, you man. I think I did. I think I'm just racing so, ahead. That's here. right. That's okay. That's okay. So then he he sneaks backstage where the reviews are happening, and he finds. Oh, the you're first still in replicant. the review. Yes, yes. He finds okay, he I'm finds sorry. the replicant. Who? Long story short. Tries to kill him, runs off, and he winds up shooting her. And she yes, dies. Uh, yeah. Now, he just like opens <laughs> yeah, fire on a crowd. <laughs> Did you notice that? Oh yeah, and these guns <laughs> blow holes in people. They're like the size of a baseball, <laughs> and he's just like, bam, 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 bam. I'm just like, like 
he just killed eight people. Like, like, like low <laughs> ball, eight people yeah. just yeah. died. Those Nuts, bullets went through they her. They went through... Oh, no, they clearly went through her. Yeah, because she explodes through the front. I'm guessing four or five other people. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, that's the cost of doing business in the future of <laughs> When Trump's when Trump is and, president and a, and a Donald Trump twenty nineteen casualties will occur. I carumba. I'm sorry. Yeah, yes, he shoots her. Uh, this and one. the cops are like totally not impressed <laughs> when they show up. You know, like been a better shot. There's no. not like you think it'd be like like the new cop who's like puking his guts out because he's. They're all just like yep 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 yep. yep. All right, like let's, Tuesday. Yep. Could you would you would you step back from this grisly horrific from what from all I can tell a human being who has had a hole blown through them? Could you just step back for a couple of seconds? You know, come on. And her hair was freshly quaffed. I mean, she just cleared because <laughs> she put it in the wind tunnel there, and she had that awesome see <laughs> <Z-through> jacket. <laughs> Love the see, which only jacket. came down to her waist. <laughs> It's the most impractical raincoat I've ever seen. Not even a coat. It's impractical for a coat. But yeah. as a rain jacket. It's more like a rain blazer. It's, it's like an halter raincoat. Yes. It makes no sense. Well, that's oh, what, the, you know what it is. is Fashion in the future is wacky, Gregory. It's so wacky. It's so wacky. But then, yes, he starts looking for Rachel, uh, Sean Young. Because... His boss tells him, he goes, oh, I just got one, there's three left, and Emmett Walsh is like, no, 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 Rachel went crazy. You gotta track her down, too. Uh, well, and, and just look for the biggest coat in the crowd. She's literally, as she walks, partying people with yeah. the size of her coat. No, it's 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 like an entourage, but it's just a coat. <laughs> it's just a coat. It's, yes. it's, actually, you know. An entourage in a coat? <laughs> yeah, she has an entourage in, in a coat. coat. Yeah. In a coat. How yes. many little people are hiding in that coat? <laughs> we'll never know. We know they exist in this film, we've seen them. Um, so, Mr. Decker, would you like to see my little people? <laughs> and she just slowly opens the flap of one of her oh, coats. Wow! wow. I do, it's like a clown car! How many are in there? <laughs> it's a two! Two at the one, most! One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine! Wow! Thirty oh, people in it! Five baker's dozen! We have a baseball team in there! That <laughs> Greg can't be on! Now there's a film! <laughs> a little people baseball team in 2019? Oh, there's a movie! <laughs> Yeah. It's like the Bad yeah. News Bears. Yeah. Yeah. The bad News Little People. With a drunken M.M. at Walsh. Go way off track. Oh, my oh, gosh. Man. I uh, imagine so yes. it's more like she opens the coat and, like, there, he's just sitting there after half an hour, like, chin in palm, like, are you done yet? You know. <laughs> they just still keep coming out. <laughs> it was impressive after the first 30 minutes. Now it's, like, going on 40. Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, you really gotta know when to cut an act. That's more important than the content. You gotta know when it's like, alright, this is run its course, and we're gonna stop. That's a picture you know? board because it's just too many little <laughs> people. I got some notes for you. I'm just gonna, you know, just, you know, Johnny off the street here. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give you some, uh, some, a little bit of feedback. Uh, so, uh, hey, by the then, way, where did you get them all? <laughs> they're replicants. You know what? We've been buy there Willy Wonka's Factory, okay? No judgment. Oh, okay. Uh, so, Sean, uh, Leon attacks Decker yes. right after that, and uh, Sean Young saves yes. Harrison Ford. She shoots, uh, him. She, uh, shoots him right in the head. Which I put replicant on replicant violence is how this always ends. Yeah. So, we're back in Decker's his apartment, apartment. Yes. and this is where you see Sean Young's eyes, and you do see Harrison Ford's eyes uh, do the same the same thing. Again, I just thought it was yeah. because of the lighting now, at that point. She says a very important line here where they're talking about replicants, and she says, have you ever taken that Voight-Kampf test yourself? Have you ever taken it yourself? Yeah. 
And the reason is, is because Harrison Ford is a replicant in this film. What? And that's why his eyes look like that. And there's, there is a, yeah, no, that's a hundred percent. That has been confirmed. He's, he is a replicant. Now there is a theory that has not been confirmed, which I think is really cool is that Edward James Olmos's memories were implanted into Harrison Ford. And that's why he's following him around to make sure he can capture other replicants effectively. Here's why. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit. He has that unicorn dream. Yeah. The very end of the film, he goes, he goes and he grabs it. And Edward J. almost the whole movie is making, um, making origami and left at the front of his door when he's about to leave is a unicorn. No one would possibly know that Deckard is having dreams about unicorns unless they were memories that were implanted. From Edward James almost, who's basically giving him his blessing at the end of the film to go, like, go, go live your four years, go do it as best you can and live your life. Which is why this movie is so incredibly cool. There's a lot, there's a lot of little things that add up in this movie. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know if I need an encyclopedia of references to get through a film. Uh, Two references is an encyclopedia. No, it's not. That's a whole bunch. We haven't even got to the ending yet. We haven't even got to the ending yet. An encyclopedia like Wikipedia. Not that I need everything, like, spoon-fed to me, but if you're going to put something like that in there, then there has to be... I don't explanation know, like, inside the movie? Uh, yeah, there has to be well, some just sort Unless of you love it, you're not going to find that out. But that's, but that's the thing. It's just a layer that you that makes the movie kind of more enjoyable if you pick it up. You don't... Having that not there doesn't make it a, a worse movie. It just makes it a little more exciting when you kind of decode what's going on with it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Sexy saxophone. <laughs> oh man, sax in this gonna, movie. I'm going to go with the sexy sax song. Yeah. That's what I've been trying to get to. Uh, yes, uh, so sexy saxophone in the apartment uh, where oh, Harrison... Oh, guess what? Harrison Ford just straight up sexually assaults her. Hold on, I got it. <laughs> so according to Wikipedia, an encyclopedia is a type of reference work. Yeah. Oh my god, I swear, I thought you were referring... I thought you were going to bring up a fact about the film to back up Greg... You were looking up encyclopedia. Uh, uh, Rachel Young. Yeah. Rachel. Sean Young. Young Rachel in the film. Puts her hair down. Yes. And I wrote, uh, she looks like a sad lion. (laughs) She should have kept that hair up. Yes. That was was a mistake. Uh, Hans, because they kept calling him Han Solo. Uh, Han Solo then conducts the most seductive rape in cinema history. Yeah. Oh, I, that is creep, creep, creepy. To to which I followed up. Oh, that's right. It's not rape. There's saxophone. They're also oh, okay. they're also both androids. So how does that work? I, yeah. I'm guessing that's what I'm uh, This is like Luke kissing Leia in, in, in a new home. Okay. Oh, Once boy. you know at the end, okay. But when you're watching the movie during that scene and you don't know, ah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, uh, no, I'm with you. So uh, <sighs> J- we we cut back to JF Sebastian and um, Roy shows up. And if you pay attention, JF Sebastian, who makes every replicant, there's a there's a unicorn. In the back of his sh- like shop that he has, I didn't it's, notice that. It's just, it's a cool little thing. I actually never noticed it until this viewing, but I was kind of like, oh, little unicorn, little callback uh, okay. to unicorn. It's kind of neat. Uh, I did notice that Daryl Hannah does her makeup like the Quest for Fire. <laughs> yes, with with an airbrush. She's just a girl yeah, of straight the future. Up airbrush. Yeah, just yeah, right into her eyeballs. Um. Guys, um, she was the goth girl of the future. Again, we see we see um, the future is goth. Her name is her name's Pris. You yeah, know, that's very like Susie and the Banshees like look she's got, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sue. No, Pat Benatar is just rocking it out. And uh, her uh Daryl Hannah's name is 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 Pris. Pris. We see her replicant eyes again. She's got the red eyes. Okay. You know, we see Roy sure. Batty with the eyes, same thing. Oh, this is okay, so this is when Daryl Hannah attacks uh oh. 
wait, wait, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, Roy attacks uh, Sebastian, right? Or no. Did he go to Terrell's yet? Roy, Roy explains, I don't know where the hell I am. Roy explains <laughs> that the no two idea. of them have died. He explains to Pris. There's only two of them left. Yes. That Leon's okay. been killed. And well, technically there's four. Now. I don't remember what the other one was. I can't uh, remember what her name is. It's not important. The, 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 the one that he shot who was in the awesome ring jacket. Yeah. Um, sure. Um, somebody. <laughs> yeah. I know Roy starts saying... So J.F. Sebastian can pin them immediately as replicants when once Roy shows up and yeah. they kind of have a go back and forth where he's like, yeah, Oh, I thought that when it's a replicant when they do backflips. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, then they head to Tyrell's. Which again, oh, apparently okay, okay. you can just bring people in, no security checking. Well, him. no, that's not true because he's with JF Sebastian. He's with JF Sebastian, but like nobody is like, you can't just bring people in here. I don't. It's, well, no, but it's it's not like that though. It's like Frankenstein and Igor. You, no, I know if that's Igor what it's shows up with to be. friends. You know, you know, Frankenstein's like admit. Igor. Why are you bringing friends? Oh, I thought you would like the master. Yeah. And they're not here to kill you, I promise. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but they literally look like my creations, Frankenstein and the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah, they, yeah. Yes, yeah. I know, master, but that's not really what's happening here. I just want to play some chess. Promise. By the way, check me. <laughs> By the way. And, um, so yeah, the whole, the whole purpose of this, you, you, you find out, I think actually in the previous scene, they know they're dying. They know yes. they only have four years to live, and they want to extend their life. They do not want to die. They they yeah. fear death as humans fear death, sure. and take steps to to extend their life. So, long story short, they they say we've tried everything to extend the life once it's already been kind of written in that it's four years. Once we've already made you, oh. we can do nothing to extend it. I That's missed what that. Okay, because at the be- I got confused by this and. You've explained something for me that's better. At the beginning, they said they wrote them in that they could only live four years. When Roy shows up to Terrell's and is demanding that he extend his life, and Terrell says, no, we can't, I thought Terrell was just like, I bet if I, if I just play along and say, no, we can't, he'll just go away. <laughs> but really, he was saying, no, I can't to you because you've already been created. Right, yeah. Oh, that's, okay. The, the, I totally missed the way that. It, uh, uh, and so, then Roy... Ty- yeah, Tyrell is, he, he says something to the effect of, he's like, oh, well, once, you know, you're the model lives for four years, we can't do anything about okay. it. We've tried, and you always get a virus, and you die. Okay. So, uh, uh, Roy, Roy responds like a person would, and uh, gouges his eyes out. <laughs> Just takes Tyrell and gouges his eyeballs out. I, I guess, I guess, although, I gotta tell you, you know what, uh, between Leon, the, the snake lady who tries to kill Decker, uh, and now Roy... I kind of feel like uh, the replicants are going to come into them at this point. <laughs> because because I, I, I kind of feel like, well, you know what, guys? Hey, listen, here's your shot. The emotional growth, I get it. but they and Are they, they all girls? No, because Roy is clearly two, a boy. Two, two girls, oh. two boys. Oh, yeah. Never mind. And even, them two were still replicants. Even in the future, you, you can't fix gouging the eyes out with no. the thumb. Medical no. science has not fixed that no. problem. no. Not uh, happening. B.F. Goodrich is very disturbed by that. So uh, we then cut over to J.F. Sebastian, who I, I believe they kill. I, I don't think, see him again. I think they, there's like an offhand line. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, we, we cut back to him and uh, Pris is like hiding in plain sight while Deckard's poking around. She's yes. just like holding These motionless. These seem so lifelike. It's like crazy. It, but if if she had just played that. Deckard would have just left. <laughs> she yes. would have just been like, I'm just gonna, just gonna stay totally still. And yeah, but it's not always the way. But she well, has to do backflips. Well, she is emotionally stunted, so yeah. maybe that was a problem. Uh, yes, this is where uh, 
she becomes a Jim Jim Sasson. Yeah, and her hair looks really crazy. Yeah, like to the nth degree, and then yeah. she gets shot. And she, you know, anyway, Decker yeah. Decker ah. kills her. And so this is where the end of the movie happens. In now, which no, no, hold, Roy no, no, hold shows up and no. sees that Pris has okay. been shot. Yes. Now, from this point forward, yes. we are going to go through this because this is where Willow and I have the most notes. Okay. Because this scene, from the point where Pris dies, to this the end, stuff starts getting explained. Uh, this honestly, best ten minutes of the movie for me. I would, I would agree. Yep. Not for the same reason. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> okay. So Pris, Pris dies. Roy shows up. Uh, he's very, very angry. Uh, he yes, and you see him experiencing, you know, emotions of loss, kind of like he's not quite. I don't. He's done all the killing. Yeah, and this is the first dead replicant that he has seen. Yes, and his yeah, reaction yeah. is one of kind of like, oh, oh that is, oh, yeah, and that's true. Willow too is is. In a very basic level, he loves Pris. Yes, and, and so it's 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 uh, you know he at this point is understanding his character is understanding what loss feels like on a personal yes. level, where before he didn't right. really. So keep going. Um, uh, so now Deckard kind of tries to confront him. They start fighting a little bit, and then Roy. Why doesn't Deckard call for backup? Because he doesn't you know have a cell what? phone. <laughs> I, iPhone. I mean, they had radios died. in the no, no, 80s. No, I'm no, sorry. No, I, that's exactly it. But Willow and I, early in the movie, when she was talking about FaceTime, they have FaceTime, but it's still a freaking payphone. Yeah, they do. It's I true. mean, so he doesn't have any way to communicate. I mean, and guys, what if while future, he's like hovering over Prim, seeing that she's dead, he looks at his phone where we can't see in the camera shot that his phone battery just died. It's like the saddest moment ever. There you go. Yes, no there you signal. go. Yes. Well, you know what, though? He's got that stupid f- blimp following him around the whole movie. <laughs> yes, he does. Everywhere he goes, that blimp. But really, it's just watching. Yep, there he is. We're going to do anything? It looks like he's getting shot. Nope. <laughs> and uh, there, uh, the uh, Harrison Ford does have a gun that he shot Is Pris that the guy with. who started yes. Ford? And no. uh, um, Roy, like, grabs his hand and, like, breaks his fingers. Yeah. Harrison Ford's him. fingers. And he loses the gun, so yeah. he's he is now gunless. Yeah. He has no weapon. So okay, continue. Uh, so, but Roy, being the sporting guy he is, gives it back to him and then says, "I'm going to count." I'm going to count. Yes, because uh, they fought in a couple different rooms, chasing around. Yeah. Uh, at one point, Roy puts his head through through the wall. Why you shoot him now? He's literally going nowhere. And Roy is beginning to die. His hands are not working correctly. And, there's that and scene I got that. I got where that. he, same hand as he broke with Harrison Ford, uh, further reinforcing starts, starts that they are in. one in the same, that they are, in like, fact. Like, like the monkey claw. Both replicants. And, yeah, he jams neat, like uh, nails into his hand to, like, try to keep it going for a yeah, while. Yeah, which I thought was like a How does that work? thing. I don't know. I don't it is know. kind of. Is um, but then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Roy is naked. But he's still still wearing shoes. Why? (laughs) Well, you don't. As we learned way back when in front of the, in, uh, in in Elm Street, you never run around without their feet. Never once. So Roy has at least learned that lesson. Um, what's going on, buddy? (laughs) Do you need to talk? Do you, do we need to? Do we need to like, take a pause? (laughs) I feel like like Harrison Ford should have just stopped and like, Maybe we should just get some tea. Talk of talk this out. And yeah. Roy's just like, no, underwear and boots. No, there's definitely a scene missing yeah. between between those two. <laughs> just, just all of a sudden, Makes no sense. Uh, he starts chasing him through, and then what was it? Uh, oh yeah, when he gets when he starts going through the wall, 
He puts his feet first through it, and Willow and I are like, well, clearly he's just showing off his boots. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hey, Roy, look at these quick. Hey, Harrison, look at these sweet boots. So they, they're they're climbing hey, up. Doc Martin. Oh. They're climbing up and up and up, and they're finally oh, on the on, roof. Hold on. Now, Willow, come on, you gotta you gotta help me out here. Okay, Harrison starts climbing up this wall, and it is the slowest. Oh yeah, wall climb ever, and and Will and I started plotting it out in our heads. This is how the whole thing went. Two guys sat in a room, and they said, "I want to see a guy climb a wall for ten minutes." <laughs> this movie's not going to make sense unless we see this guy. It climb really the wall ties for it 10 together. Okay, okay, but what's what's the whole what's the whole movie about? It's about a man God. climbing, <laughs> and this. Shows yeah. the visuals of the man so, climbing. And I feel like, I feel like they wrote the movie backwards. Deal. Okay, there's a naked guy with with, 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 I mean, he's climbing out. So he's got boots. He's, he's got to have boots. He's got to have boots. That's and, crazy and, without the boots. And, he, and he's following him. Okay, why is the guy naked? Ah, uh, he's, he's he's dying. Android who's he's, dying? He's dying because he put a nail through his hand. Well, that doesn't make sense. Oh well, he had to because and the, they just write this whole movie backwards. Wow! But as long as they get yes. a ten-minute climb out of this movie, no, you know what this is about. <laughs> What's so that? one guy was like, so ten-minute wall climb. The other dude's like, sure. Writes an entire movie. So where's my wall climb? <laughs> um, right there. <laughs> That's even better. The other guy wrote it all out. Listen, dude, it. um, this, this is the best I could do off of your cocaine fuel rants. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Harrison slowly climbs this building, taking forever to do it. Uh, and then, <laughs> and then Roy has a dove. Wait, I wrote down, where did he get <laughs> that bird? The whole movie. Where did he get what that bird? That? It's gotta be the, the only reason he still down. got boots on, cause the dove was in his boot. Yeah, I like to think definitely. he's like he's like a magician. That's what he was created to do, and he was just like Alakazam. He's got a dove. <laughs> that's why he has the boots. That's, yeah, that's why he hid it in the boots. He it a, it's, it's it's like magician boots. There's all compartments in there and stuff. Oh, yeah, the next thing he pulls out flowers, but that scene was cut. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and there's there's another one where he's like, oh, do, do you need a hanky? And he just pulls he pulls like eighteen silks all tied together. It was a whole scene. <laughs> That sucks. It's the boot sucks. It's it's the rare eighth magician cut. It's only been seen by five people. Siegfried, not Roy. Oh yeah, Lance Burton. So eighth cut of both, this movie. Both Penn and oh. Teller. Oh, and an unnamed fifth party that nobody knows. Oh, Willow. That explains why the white tigers are still around. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They need him for the show. That's right. Oh my it all, god. We just tied this up in a bow. And the rhino's uh, wearing it. We kind of did. Uh, so Roy gives his last uh, dying speech. Uh-huh. About- he, he, Harrison Ford is is running away, and he is about to fall off the roof. He's slipped. He's hanging on, and right before he dies, Roy grabs Harrison Ford and and, and pulls him up, and he gives him that yes. famous speech. I'm sure that'll be our bumper, uh, because it's you know that's like the most famous. It can be. I didn't actually didn't. I, didn't I would. Actually I know would what to do. I can go with that. Go with that. You know the the whole thing. You know I've seen all these be lost like tears in the rain all that fantastic and um then harrison ford goes back to his apartment well, well almost uh, uh, shows up and saves roy, him roy releases the dove releases the dove yes and he dies right then he, he dies yep dies his time is up uh yes and so back uh then uh almost uh edward james shows up uh and harrison ford goes to his apartment we see uh, what we think is a dead Rachel. Rachel, who now clearly has Stockholm syndrome. Now hold on a second. Now here's my question: 
He doesn't go into this apartment and just go over and go, you know, just, you know, put his hand on her and go, oh, pull himself. He's calling her name. He's shouting at her. Either she is the deepest sleeping replicant or she is trolling him hard. Why do replicants even need to sleep? Why does... Well, good question. Why well, she does doesn't know he, she's a replicant, like, so I guess she'd have to. Maybe they programmed yeah, a sleep mode to kill Why does he wake her up if he's going to kill her? Wouldn't it just be simpler to kill her? He's not going to. He's not. Aww. He's going to run away with her because he's in love with her. Well, yeah, we'll call it love. It's a, <laughs> a form of love. Stockholm syndrome, right? Yeah, uh, I, she's got the Stockholm syndrome. She I got it bad. I made myself love you, so now you love me. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's. And how she's a replicant. She's, she's a replicant. Up. She's not a real person. She's given up. All right. So, uh, then we see. <laughs> the version just got he's, so much. Sadder. He's he's getting. Uh, they're getting ready to leave. He's checking the apartment to make sure the cops aren't chasing him. He sees the unicorn origami. He <laughs> hears the quote. You know, it's a it's a shame. Was it a shame she won't live? But then again, who does? I think is something like that. Yeah. Uh, well, Edward James almost says that to him. Just it's too bad. It's too bad she won't live. But then again, who does? That's yes. what he says. And the film ends. And so, yeah, as 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 I said, that's that's. Wait, I one thought the they're shooting at her, and she's like bulletproof because of her magical jacket of thirty layers. Probably, uh, maybe it's lead lined. You know, three hundred animals, thirty layers. I mean, there's just now. Yeah, there's just so many things going on. Now, now this is this is the end of the film. The theatrical cut has a. Uh, aside from a voiceover that permeates the entire film, it cuts to them like driving in this countryside. It's like super bright and like beautiful, and they're in a car and they're driving. And he has this line where he's like, "Oh, it turns out she had no expiration date, and we're like living our lives now, and everything's great." And they're just in love. Except if he's a replicant, he still dies in four years. Well, he might. Again, this 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 was the theatrical release, and theatrical. Oh, there's was... no unicorn. Right? I believe the unicorn dream is cut from the theatrical release. Yes. Okay. Oh, because that's how we defined which one it was. Um. Th- no. That 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 is that is an important piece. So yeah, and, and that's uh, those are the two things that I uh, that I wanted to tie in, which I already did. Is that Harrison Ford is a replicant that has been confirmed. The other thing that I said where he is has all of Edward James almost as memories. And he's kind of shadowing him to make sure he's doing his job as well as he did when he was. Because he's like he's like hurt. He's got like a cane. Yeah, he's, he's not got a walking cane to the right. Whole thing. You know, and um, so that's 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 one of the one of the theories, which is really neat, and it makes like a a ridiculous amount of sense if you look at the right things. So it's kind of cool. Again, it doesn't really add anything to the film. It's just really neat. I like I, I so you know the things that I like about this film is you know the the the, the philosophical stuff was one of the things that always really made me okay. really 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 enjoy this film. Um, you know, kind of like the whole. You know, what makes us human and, and, you know, the machines are worrying about the same things that we are and, you know, stuff, stuff like that, I always think is, is, is really, really neat. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's really interesting. I, I will say that, uh, you explaining some stuff at least helps me to explain or at least understand mm. some of that. So. Would you like to go first or second on this, uh, on this uh, reveal? Well, I mean, I, I don't I think really, you're pretty solid. I think it's pretty obvious one. that, you know, yeah. I, I very, very, very much loved this film to death. Yeah, yeah um, it's very clear. It's got a lot of cool layers in it. Um, you know, personally, it's it's really, really cool. And uh, I like it a lot. Okay. Very rad. Uh, my wife is currently trying to influence our daughter to uh, to say one thing over he the other. Me yeah, she just pencil. got stabbed. It was intense. <laughs> Well, Wait, it's like about war. <laughs> I hate to see what happens when you don't say something. <coughs> yeah, but um, you know, I yeah, I do, I do. I think I think this movie is great. Specifically, this cut, which is funny. We normally watch the theatrical cut, um, but 
Yeah, specifically mm. specifically this cut of the film oh. um, is very, very rad, the final okay. cut. Okay. Uh, this, again, I will not say anything horrible about the movie. And you're going to obviously disagree with me on this one, okay? As I was watching this movie, another movie we've already done kept kind of coming, bubbling to the front of my of my head, and that was Dune. And really? This, and this movie oh. has the same kind of Sorry. it's sci-fi ish. There's a lot. I, there's a lot of background undertones going on, and yet I just didn't get it. I just didn't kind of grasp it. So for me, it was not rad. Okay. Um, I know I'm going against the grain on a lot of people. Um, there's at least one particular person who I'm sure is going to be ranting and raving for my listening audience. But it, it just, uh, I just felt like there was, from an, a person who doesn't know all that stuff, Yeah. a lot of it just just didn't make sense. It and is. I, and you just kind of get to the end and you're like, other than magic boots, I, I have no idea what happened. Uh, okay, well, you know what? We, we I mean, could we, go back we and forth. Our, yeah, we said our piece. Willow. I'm curious if, if me relaying a couple of the weird theories in this influenced Willow in the slightest. Okay, so everything up to the time, last time it was really, really bad. It kind of <laughs> terrible and so good. Those last ten <laughs> minutes. Willow, please now, don't hold back. <laughs> but for those last ten minutes, I feel like there was this piece of gold. No, silver. And it didn't make it through. <laughs> like how she immediately you know disqualified her own sentence. <laughs> Because it's always you find a, a nugget of gold that you're like, no, I meant silver. I mean, we're close silver. We're almost bronze. You know what? You polish it up, it's got a silvery yeah. tone. Greg, how long is this movie? Uh, 117 minutes, I think. Can I just watch uh, 117 minutes of a kid running with scissors in kindergarten and there's a teacher behind him whacking her finger? <laughs> That'd be so much more awesome. And it's the Blade Runner. It's like it's like it's like the kite runner, the blade runner. <laughs> yes, okay. That doesn't what, what you said. The last ten minutes, it could you you have literally called movies rad on less. I, yeah, yeah, you, you you loved best of the best because <laughs> because of us because a kid going. got hit by a car. <laughs> like, so you gotta let us know here, rad no, or not I, rad. I have I was going rad. on the side. Yeah, no, not rad. Not okay. surprised in the okay. least. Yeah, I was I was hoping the whole unicorn thing and possibly the whole uh, Harrison Ford's actually a replicant. But just think of the better option: a kid running with scissors and this old teacher. Okay, there you go. We got it. Oh it's my God. so okay. That's so much more funnier. She's calling the film not rad because there was no quote Blade Runner in <laughs> yes. this film. Yes, if one guy had had a knife, one stabbing. If there's running, there's no Blade Running, sir. <laughs> There's a blade, there's a runner. No, there's, should, have called, should have been called the gun runner. They're running with guns. The android runner? The dove runner? <laughs> dove runner. At least there's a dove runner? in the movie. Yikes. Willow, that is a... Oh, okay. I, uh, that's, hey. That's a good way to end this What podcast. are you going to do? Uh, okay. Uh, so, as always, so first I want to do the plugs, and then we'll get to the next movie. Hopefully, okay. Hopefully what hang, about Mr. Bibbs? Hang people on. For oh, no, yeah, we were getting there. It's a part of the plugs. Okay. Uh, our sponsor, Mr. Bibbs, uh, again, always uh, ever faithful, always listening, uh, big part of uh, Facebook and, uh, and such like that. So you, sir, always get a big thank you at the end. And if you'd like to hear your name, get a big thank you as well. You can go to our website, 
this was rad.podbean.com. In the upper right-hand corner, there's a green button called Patron. Uh, it's very simple. It's just like Kickstarter. You go in, uh, except it is monthly. You go, on kick, you go in there, you put in your information, you donate uh, $1, $5, $10. If somebody wants to give $2, because they think 1 is too low and 5 is too much, shoot it. Give us a shout-out, and I'll make a $2 one. But anyway, uh, but that goes to help sponsor the, the podcast so we can continue doing this. And uh, and those are the plugs. Willow, what's, hey. what movie are we doing next? Fight of the Navigator. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to be watching... Uh, the 1986 Walt Disney Flight of the Navigator. I always Navigator. promised no Disney. This no. is barely Disney. They bought it after another studio went bankrupt. Uh, they're actually only the distributor. Yeah, I it, promised it, no it, it had been. It was half finished. The Disney label. Yeah. Uh, well, you'll just have to get through that. So okay, that's it. I'm 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 ready to call this one. I have not had magical boots, Paul. I'm Greg. I'm Willow. Thanks for leaving me hanging, guys. <laughs>